Come here. Yes, yes, but you have to turn off your thing. Hi, everybody. This is Armand DeMille with you with the positive mind. Here on WBAI 99.5 FM on your dial. Bringing you ideas, concepts, and guests to help you lead a more positively minded life. Been with you for many years as this station keeps getting us through and getting us through with some of the best information you could possibly imagine. And now, today we're looking at this idea of, about feelings and we, we started with these basic feelings that people have. Sad, mad, glad, bad, scared. I identified these five because these five are easy to remember. And you can always ask yourself, what am I feeling sad? Am I feeling sad, scared, bad, mad, glad? One of my, uh, one of the people here pointed up, you notice it's only a small percentage of positive feelings. And those are the glad feelings. So I thought about this and I thought we should do some talking about this today. And tomorrow we have something unique happening. Tomorrow we'll be on for two hours with you from 12 to 2, and we're going to be talking about one aspect of relationships that I think you're going to find fascinating. It's about communication in relationships. I even have some guests on the air with me. Yeah, that's tomorrow at uh, 12 o'clock as opposed to our normal programming, which is that one will be on from 12 to 2. Right. Thank you, Michael. So, so Michael, you know, let me, I think I'll do a program about Michael G. Haskins. I met Michael when he first started to engineer at WBAI. He wasn't even, it was pre-engineering. It was pre-engineering. He was, he was just standing there, and I remember him standing. In fact, before he took over the engineering spot for, um, who'd you take over for, for Michael? For Sheldon Walden, right? Sheldon went on to do his own production. Sheldon used to engineer my program. And Michael just stood there and walked in, and I remembered him saying, I'm going to have to be the engineer. It was fantastic. He came in, he did me, he did Gary Null, he did Amy Goodman, he did a bunch of people. With such an aplomb. Now, at WBAI, you have to keep in mind that it's always difficult to be in a group of people who are so focused on problems, which BAI is, and to maintain a positive attitude. So if you have people who are like that, who are focused on problems, it's hard to maintain a positive attitude. So when we talk about positive attitudes, we, we sometimes look at people, and I know people who are jolly and happy and scary. Did you ever see somebody drunk who's happy in a bar? Well, what do you feel towards them when you go near them? What's your attitude generally? What's your, your, how do you approach it? Or do you ever see, you know, Linda, since I've got you here as well, Linda Vanella, of course. Linda, when you worked with the military, did you ever have coming into the military, coming into the hospital, people who were jovial? Not oftentimes, um, but I did find that oftentimes people who uh, would come in with a projected sense of jovial because they wanted so much to project a positive centered approach 
So what is that like? Is it like a backslapping kind of joviality? Because it's military, so, you know, it's, it's the boys and the boys. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Well, oftentimes it would be someone um, in particular that I knew of, a staff member who would... Um, no, he would try his best to make good eye contact and That's greet people. That's a staff people. member, right? Yes, yes. He would make a point of saying, we need some positive energy. And he would be very clear without being that slap, you know, slap in the back kind That's of That's a jovial. different kind of Yeah, thing. it's different. But he would try, you know, let's enjoy the day. It's a beautiful day. Greet people, make good eye contact. So well, what was, happens, Linda, when you walk into a bar, right, mm-hmm. and you see a bunch of people who are drunk? Oh, you're at a party, you're at a Christmas party, and uh, you see a lot of people who are very tipsy. Mm -hmm. How does that affect you? For myself, I get a little uneasy with that. I feel it's a little bit too over the edge for me, and I tend to back away from that. You get cautious? Yes. All right, now let's take another group. Julian, you walk into a room and everybody's smoking a joint. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a... Interesting. Um, I you don't get scared. I don't get scared. No. Um, usually, I don't like being there unless I'm at the same level. Though there's something about you know walking into a room with people that are tipsy. I don't like being the only one that's not tipsy because I'm not at the same place they are. And something about that gets a little scary. It's when you're not when you're when you're sober and everybody else is tipsy. It's weird. It's almost a little daunting. To you ever been around a lot of people people doing a lot of cocaine? Yes, that I makes have, me extremely uncomfortable. That makes me scared. It makes me very uncomfortable. I've, I'm afraid I'm going to be responsible for something, cr- them overdosing or them. I don't know the people. The way people get it's so intense um, and energetic and artificially energetic to me that it. It scares me um, in a couple different ways, you know. Sure. It's like it's like people who drink a lot of organic beet juice, you know, Linda. <laughs> if they have too yeah, much same thing. <laughs> too much juice. <laughs> so there is there is a level of feeling good that we know could be induced by chemistry. And uh, it could be induced by chemistry, but it has behind it one characteristic, and that characteristic is aggression. When we have a combination of feeling good with aggression, then we have a condition that looks like what we call mania. Now, the manic condition is a positive condition. So when we talk about people feeling glad, which we have on our list of feelings, a manic condition is a glad feeling. A manic condition is somebody who feels positive about going out shopping, and they're shopping like crazy, and they're buying everything that they could possibly buy, and they go on to, uh, they buy stuff online. Manic condition, they're feeling good. They feel so happy. They get deliveries in their, from their doorman, and they say, look, a present, right, as if they bought it for themselves, and they buy many. But that doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It's just, however, not a different kind of feeling that we're calling positive. There's even a condition called hebephrenia. Hebephrenia is not Jewish. Hebephrenia, it says. No, but it is, it is a uh, condition. It's a disordered schizophrenia. It's a schizophrenia where sometimes a person could start laughing, and they start laughing and they don't stop laughing. So it's, it's a disorganized schizophrenia. It's a dangerous one. 
But very often, this uncontrollable laughter is a sign of hebephrenic schizophrenia. Now, so so is laughter to be afraid of? I mean, do you get frightened by laughter? When it's in that artificial place, when I feel like it's forced for some reason other than actual enjoyment of the situation. Like, I have a friend who would laugh when she was extremely uncomfortable. So she was an actress, and she would go on stage, and they would say, do this. And she would get really uncomfortable, not do what the teacher was saying, and then she'd just start laughing. And it was extremely strange to me. And that that was the kind of laughter that made me uncomfortable. You're an actor. Mm -hmm. You do this for a living. Yes. Can you laugh? Let me hear you laugh. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Linda, could you laugh with him? I've had to do that for voiceover once. They they do tracks of just laughter for like an hour. Now hold it for a second. Do you feel the rush? Yeah. Feel the rush that comes with that. Now understand why people want it. That's why people love comedians. That's why people like roller coasters. It's the chemistry of the laughter releases endorphins. And it makes you feel nice. And it's contagious, too. And it could be contagious, right? Mine triggers yours, triggers hers. Mm -hmm. This is Armand DeMille with you with the Positive Mind here on WBAI 99.5 FM. It is February. Why do they say February? It's February, isn't it? February? How do you spell it? With an R. Yeah, F-E-B-R, right? February. February. February, right? February. It's, it's February. It's like library. And in February, we we need to raise money for the station, so we're going to ask you to make a call. If you appreciate the positive mind, this is a good time to start. We're going to be doing a lot of programming over the next few days, but 212-209-2950, a donation of any sort at this kind, at this time, anything you could give, $5, $10, $20, $100, $1,000, Two one two two zero nine two nine five zero. Show your support for the positive mind and for the kind of programming we do, and we're going to be doing much more of it. We've got it down to a science. Uh, talking about being alert and calm, it's a different kind of good feeling. There are three kinds of uh, there are three kinds of good feelings that we are aware of. Alert calm is the ideal. If you could be like a sailboat at its peak, alert and calm, that's one kind of alert. There's another kind of alert called a fearful alert. What's that one like? Well, that's when that's when one is afraid and one is concerned and one is preoccupied. And so it's very different than the alert that one can adhere to in a very calm state. Um, the other one is more fear-based when somebody is alerted to some danger. You'd have that fearful alert. So you walk on the edge mm-hmm. and you feel that kind of tension. 
So along these, along the list of, of glad, mad, sad, bad, we added num and umb, uh, but it doesn't rhyme, so we don't know how to fit it in there. But we're looking at glad. Patients with pathological laughter and crying are subject to relatively uncontrollable episodes of laughter, crying, or both. The episodes occur either without an apparent triggering stimulus or following a stimulus that could not have possibly led the subject to laugh there. So PLC, as it's called, is a disorder of emotional expression rather than a primary disturbance of feelings. And it's, it's a mood disorder. PLC is kind of a strange thing, and they found it located in the cerebro-ponto-cerebellar pathways that are structures in the brain that can get disturbed, and if they are disturbed, a person tends to have inappropriate emotional expressions. So when somebody kind of bursts out with laughter or crying, like we just did, you have to ask, oh, are they whacked? What's wrong? What's happening in their cerebellum? Armand DeMille here with you with the Positive Mind, Linda Vanella. Now let's talk about fruit flies. Fruit flies get aggressive. Why are fruit flies aggressive? We want to know why, what makes a fruit, fruit fly jump on top of another fruit fly. Oh boy, this is going to be tough. Fruit fly. Right? Fruit fly. They found recently, and this was just today actually, they released the information that there is a, a medication, there's a part of the brain, the human brain, and the fruit fly brain that will release a feeling of aggression, and this feeling of aggression will make them aggressive whether or not there's any danger, or whether or not they're competing for food, or whether or not they're looking for women, right? The fighting is inextricably linked to mating, but they could not figure out what it was, and they just found a chemical that's in the brain. We're learning so much. It's kind of beginning more and more scientific. They discovered a neuropeptide called tachykinin, and people who have tachykinin, who have additional tachykinin, wind up being more aggressive. And it's how, yeah, but wait a minute. You mean it has nothing to do with how you're brought up? This, with enough tachykinin, small flies will attack big flies. Now, there's another thing that's interesting about fruit flies, just to mention, before we take any calls today, which is that fruit flies, who get rejected sexually, you know what they do? They drink alcohol. They go to, they really do, they go to fermented fruit juice. And so they will go, they, they are tied to drinking alcohol. And there's a molecule in the brain that makes them go there. So the fruit flies who have the molecule will want alcohol, and the fruit flies without the molecule will not want alcohol. But the fruit flies with the molecule, if they get rejected sexually, go after the alcohol. I mean, doesn't it make you feel stupid? 
Here we are, we shrinks, trying to figure this out. We spend our time writing articles, looking around, and more and more we learn. We weren't so smart. We had all those theories, and we thought we knew for sure what was going on. Reject a man sexually, and he may just go to the bar, where if he runs into Linda, she's running out of the bar. <laughs> and if he runs into Julian, Julian's saying, wait, i got to catch up. <laughs> this is Armand DeMille with you with the positive mind. <laughs> you know, the positive mind means a lot to a few people. We have one person, Sam, who uh, is a guy who doesn't need anything. Uh, let me let me tell you what his response is to hearing the positive mind. Listen to the positive mind archive in all corners of the world. I listen in Mexico. I listen in London, I listen in Europe, and I listen in Japan. My life invites me to travel for my business. But I take Armand Demir and a positive mind with me in my laptop or even my iPad. I have been listening for a year and find it has essentially improved my knowledge and my sense of being a part of humanity. Support this station, my friends. Support the positive mind by going to WBAI.org and showing that you too value this University of Human Compassion. That's pretty good, Sam. Thank you for that. 212-209-2950 is the number, my friends. 212-209-2950. That's the number to make a donation to the station. We are, however, giving out our number here, 212-957-2729. 212-957-2729. What we want to do is we want to hear from you about your feelings about people's positive attitudes. Linda. Yes, Armand. I, I have a question. What about you mentioned um, the schizophrenic um, who will have inappropriate laughter or crying, but what about the somewhat everyday common um, sense of oftentimes people are nervous and they'll get like what we call a nervous laugh or they become embarrassed and they sort of break out in sort of a giddiness or a laughter. That's a very interesting question, Linda, because think about this. Why, with embarrassment, do we laugh? Now, hy- hypothetically, I could say we're laughing at ourselves before anybody else laughs at us. What do you think? Is it that, or is it that um, I'm so frightened and I'd rather laugh than cry? Um, You feel vulnerable. Feel vulnerable. And therefore you think the laughter will keep what? That's interesting. I mean, maybe the laughter will keep the enemy away. I think it happens oftentimes even when a person is in grief, or instead of um, crying, they'll laugh, and they'll say that, I'd rather laugh than cry. But yet there's like an inappropriateness to the laughter. So um, I'm asking you what you think that may be coming from. Is it, is it a fear? Is it a vulnerability? Is it a projected need to sort of cover up the emotion by a laughter? Sounds like all of those, and I think you have an answer right there. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yes, why do we? Why do we laugh? Why do we make jokes? Why do we, when people die, tend to go to alcohol and laughter? 
You know the joviality of the bar? Oh, he was a fine old guy. Yeah, he was a fine old man. And the laughter that goes around that. The Irish are known for tying it on when somebody dies. And this is not to speak against the Irish, because I happen to know there's someone in Ireland listening right now, right? Who is there stirring the pot as we speak with meat and potatoes, which she is packaging up to bring across the Atlantic and serve us here at the Positive Vine. No, but but they, they, I happen to know that the Irish have a longer time of grieving than most of the other cultures that I've met because somehow the alcohol helps deny the fact of the death. So alcohol has this purpose and it has this lifter. And if you think about alcohol, it's such an interesting substance because it's, it's sugar. And the sugar goes through your veins and gives you this kind of moment of feeling lifted. It's a moment. 212-957-2729 is our number here. 212-957-2729. We're going to be taking your calls with it a, a short while. So what do you find is inappropriate laughter? What do you find is inappropriate um, positivity? Now, how about this? A man fusses over a woman and he fusses too much it would seem natural that if you're a male fruit fly right and you want the female fruit fly you got to tell her she's got the best wings you ever saw you know where he says i like your eyes but he's really interested in her wings i mean this is this kind of positive approach that goes is not just it's a seduction but in truth, it is the nicest pair of wings he ever saw because he's hungry for those wings at this moment. See, at this moment, when you want, when you have your gonads working, when you, are, when you want to get sexually next to somebody, they are the most beautiful person in the world. So your joy and your happiness is reflected by, you know, how you feel about that person. And you're so happy to meet them. So very often you hear women who are married say, you know, if only I can meet somebody with a positive attitude, and they go out and they meet an autistic type who is very positive, right? He's very positive for a number of things. Number one, he's not their husband. It reminds me of that joke. You know the joke about the man who's in a cemetery? And he's in a cemetery and he sees another man who is crying and crying and crying. He's moaning, saying, why did you have to die? Why did you have to die? And the man walks over to him and said, I have never seen such grief. I have never seen anybody grieve as strongly as you scream. And the guy keeps screaming, why did you have to die? And he says, who was it that died? Was it your wife, your sister, your mother? Who was it? He said, why did you have to die? But who was it that died? He said, my wife's first husband. This is Armand with you. <laughs> you thought that was funny. Didn't you? <laughs> you didn't get it yet. That's because you're playing with a sponge. <laughs> Julian Joyello, ex-star. Of Are they running these? Are they going to rerun the... Uh, the programs for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they'll re rerun them. They're on iTunes, Netflix, everything. iTunes, Netflix. 
And if people want to see a, a short blast of the work you did, they could send an email to who? Which one do you want to give out? G-I-U-L-L-I-A-N is how you spell my name. G-I-U. G-I-U-L-L-I-A-N-Y-A-O, Yao, which is my middle name, at gmail.com. Julian Yao mm. at gmail.com. Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Brain Week's going out of business. Really? I'm really meant to tell you, and I'm, therefore I have to tell the entire audience. Those of you who have connected with me via BrainLink have uh, now got to find, we're going to come up with a new thing. Let's take a quick call. We're going to have to come up with a new email address. Imagine your email server dies. All right, so they're going out of business soon. So you can send it to Armand at thepositivemind.com. And... Uh, And uh, you'll still get me somehow. Hey, let's say hello to Carol. Carol, this is Armand Demille. You're on the air. Hello, Armand. How are you? Good. We've got about a minute. Okay. I was laughing just now when you were all laughing, right? Yes, you were laughing uh, with us. Yes, I just started laughing. It was very infectious, even though I wasn't feeling particularly happy before. But then right after we stopped laughing, I went back to you know, what I was feeling before. And and then, um, second thing, Armand, I was also thinking about, I just love to listen to you. I always try to do that. But I, um, there's like an ambivalence. There's a part of me that feels that um, when I listen to you, I'm just, it brings up so much feelings in me. It feels like I'm like just indulging in self-pity. And then there's, and and I'm also reminded too of what um, the Buddha says that you know no one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path. So it just seems that no matter how much help you get, it always comes down to you in the final analysis. And sometimes the individual. <laughs> Just not able to in the final analysis, no, no matter how much. Hey, Carol, can you, can you stay with us, Carol? We have to take a short break. When we come back, I think I'm going to play a piece of music just for you. Okay. All right. First, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back. All right. Feeling good. 
like him fly out in the sun. You know what I mean. Butterflies all having fun. You know what I mean. Sleep in peace when day is done. That's what I mean. And this whole world, it's a new world and a bold world. of the pine you know how I feel freedom is mine I know how I feel it's a new dawn it's a new day it's a new life for me from the roar of the grease paint. Without a doubt, the single most important program on any media today is The Positive Mind with Armand DeMille on WBAI 99.5 FM. This man teaches. No, better than teaches, he manifests decency. He's brilliant and so perceptive that it's spooky at times. But there's nobody like him. Tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and listen, as I do, to the thousands of archive programs available for free on the website, thepositivemind.com. I listen in Los Angeles, and so do a lot of my movie folk. We learn about what it is to be really human. You can support this University of Positivity by making a donation to the station and going to the website, wbai.org, and showing support for this remarkable entity. This is Sona Tatoyan, actor of the soon-to-be-released film Celestina, directed by Jose Rivera, the Academy Award-nominated screenwriter of The Motorcycle Diaries. 212-209-2950 to make a donation to the station. Please do that. Hey, Carol, do we still have you here? Yes, you do, Armand. Good, good, good. How'd you like my music? I loved it. Who was it? That's Ramit Chavez from Roar of the Grease Paint. Or off, sorry? Send me an email and I'll get you all the information. In fact, if you look at it. All right, I will. I will, Armand. Good, 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 good. So as you're listening and as you're on the air right now, do you notice, Carol, Mm -hmm. that we have this infectious thing that we could do to you? Yes. Do you know that we have, there are three of us right now who are very capable of going through these airwaves and getting you where you can get got. And if you just don't say a word, we're going to come get you right now. Are you ready? Yes. All right, now you have to join us. It starts off with a Julian. Ha ha ha! Join us in, Carol! (laughs) 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 
we got. Thank you. Carry that with you somewhere, would you? <laughs> I will. <laughs> You're beautiful. Thanks for calling in. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Sure. Do you know how long I've been on the air doing this, Julian? 30 years? Yeah, 30-something years. 30-something years. We know it's over 5,000 shows. 5,000. 5,000. Programs. Programs. 5,000 programs. Different subjects, different ideas. Questioning positivity. Questioning the idea of positivity. Questioning the idea of what it is. What is it? What is it to be positive? What is a positive mind? Is a positive mind somebody who just goes around spouting positive things? You know, you look at the positive side of things, look at the glass half... If you're somebody who looks at a glass half empty, instead of half full, it's not because you're a bad person. It's because you're probably a romantic. And probably that's the way you look at all life. And some people are born that way. There are other people I know who are totally disorganized, totally disorganized, and all they could ever see is positivity because they're so afraid of pain. So the one kind that I'm looking for, the one place where people settle, is that beautiful, alert calmness that comes over someone when they finally bring their mind to peace, to rest. It's a smile. It's not a smile showing the teeth. It's a smile without the teeth. 212-957-2729. This is Armand Bill. We're talking about the many positive different kind of feelings that people have. And they have. there's a lot of different ways of experiencing them. Like just the idea of acceptance. You know, delight is a feeling. The feeling of okayness. The feeling of openness. How about this kind of feeling of magnanimity? You know, it's such a nice thing to feel big. Olay? Hi, Olay. This is Armand DeMille. You're on the air. Hello, Armand. How are you? Good. Okay. As far as the email, before I forget that you wanted uh, information on the email that for you to create, so Positive Mind Support Network. Positive Mind Support Network. PMSN. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I don't know if I fall into that category that you mentioned before as far as, like, unappropriate laughter. But it's just, like, I find humor in everything. It could be the worst possible situation. And I find something funny about it. And, of course, everybody else is shocked about it, but I'm like, you know, it's part of life. Why don't we just roll with the budget? It's, it could have happened. There was a possibility before. Why is it so shocking? Well, let me ask you something. If you could have your choice, a fruit bowl with uh, 20 different kinds of fruit cut up inside the bowl or one piece of fruit that's great, what would you rather have? I would trust the, the one that has many. <laughs> many, right? Okay. And if you had a bunch of friends from the neighborhood and you could have five or ten friends 
or one really solid good friend, what would you choose? Well, one solid good friend. So there are some times that you choose to have this kind of selective closeness. How about your relationships? Have you been married? Yes, yes. And are you married now? Yes, I am. All right. Now, is it difficult sometimes? I guess we're on the air. You can't answer it too well. Is it difficult to keep all your eggs in one basket? Of course, yes. So, you, you know, see, there you are. You're somebody who is a bunburist. That comes from uh, the importance of being <laughs> earnest. You're, you're, you're somebody who is who wants to taste all the different things in life. Now, what that also does is it has you escaping pain. So the, uh, there are some people like you, Ole, who are always moving away from pain. And there's something about feeling bad that you just are afraid of. It's almost like to feel bad is to open an abyss. Right. So you want to escape it before it happens. You want to get away from it before it happens. And you're right, sometimes it's inappropriate because people want to feel bad because they want to go through it. But you'll cheer them right out of it. Like if you, would, if you were in the army, right, and you had a friend who got shot in the arm, you tell him, okay, come on, let's keep going before he's allowed to, before he's allowed to say ouch because you're thinking, well, all I got to do is get him to where he has to go. So I understand yours, but I would say that there is a pain somewhere inside you that goes all the way back to childhood that you don't want to face. You know what I'm talking about? But at the same time, like I will be the, the guy that will go support you anywhere. It could be a snowstorm. I will go and help anyone at any time. Sure. If you need my help, I'll be there. Sure. So if it's a difficult time or a good time, Believe me, I'll be there either or. So it's well, not like I'm facing it. Let me ask you a question: Were you beaten by your father? Well, spanked. I wouldn't put beaten. All right, spanked <laughs> is a form of beating. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, and he would punish you when he would catch you, right? Right. Right. And what would he punish you for? Well, for using curse words and uh, mistreating. Uh, my cousins or sisters, as I could think of right now. 